0: Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool, too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 28 this week's episode and next week's episodes are gonna sound uh, a little different at the time of this recording it's summertime around here and there are lots of folks going in and out uh, we've got mission trips going on we've got people taking vacations but this is really important to us and so we want to make sure that we're staying on track not only with our reading but also with this podcast and in fact you might even be listening to, to this on your way to the beach and I, I hope you are one of our goals Goals with the podcast is to keep track of this major storyline of scripture uh, that's tracking from the beginning to end that's pointing to Jesus and there's a major thing that happened in this week's reading and I wanted to just point that out uh, for a moment what happens is the northern kingdom of Israel they are overthrown they're they're taken captive uh, by the nation of Assyria and we see the first exiles heading out this is something that the prophets were saying was going to happen and we track with this in 2nd Kings chapter 17 and I wanted to read just a bit of that it says this is the reason that Assyria overthrows the northern kingdom of Israel. This is the reason they go into exile. It reads this way, starting around verse seven, it says, this disaster came upon the people of Israel because they worshiped other gods. They sinned against the Lord, their God, who had brought them safely out of Egypt and had rescued them from the power of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. They had followed the practices of the pagan nations the lord had driven from the land ahead of them as well as the practices of the kings of israel had introduced and it goes on to say the israelites would not listen Uh, the prophets that came they, they warned them about this but they wouldn't listen and ultimately they rejected the lord's decrees and the covenant that he had made with them with their ancestors and they despised his warnings and so god allowed them to be overthrown. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to see the same thing happens to the Southern kingdom of Judah. But in these exiles, in these conquests, the prophets and God is always giving this message that there's a Messiah coming. There's one who's going to rescue his people. There's one that's going to come and set all things straight. And I just love that. Uh, and that message keeps pointing to jesus and and one of those messages uh, that i noticed that really stuck out to me this week was from isaiah chapter 35 and i wanted to read that as we jump in and talk about it for a minute isaiah writes this and again remember the prophets are messengers from the lord so these are words from the lord that he's sharing with the people. And there's so much hope in this passage. That's why I love it so much. It reads this way. Even the wilderness and desert will be glad in those days. The wasteland will rejoice and blossom with spring crocuses. Yes, there will be an abundance of flowers and singing and joy. The deserts will become as green as the mountains of Lebanon, as lovely as Mount Carmel or the plain of Sharon there the lord will display his glory the splendor of our god with this news strengthen those who have tired hands and encourage those who have weak knees say to those with fearful hearts be strong and do not fear for your god is coming to destroy your enemies he is coming to save you when I read that verse, I, I thought of John sixteen thirty three, and this is where Jesus is getting ready to walk to the cross and he's been talking to his disciples and he's trying to encourage them. He says, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I, I just love that. And I think ultimately what, what Isaiah is talking about here in, in in verse four, that's the way God is coming to save his people. It's through Jesus. Isaiah 35 goes on and says, and when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer and those who cannot speak will sing for joy immediately I'm thinking what that reminds me of something it reminds me of Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 we we see this picture of of John the Baptist is is in prison he is just wondering if this what I'm going through because he's in prison because of the message that he's been preaching and he believes that Jesus is the Messiah and but he's discouraged honestly and he sends word to to Jesus and his disciples uh, and and says hey are you the one Are you the one we've been expecting? Are you the one that we've been looking for? Are you one that's coming to save us? And and it says in verse four of chapter 11 uh, of Matthew 11, it says, Jesus told them, go back to John and tell him what you've heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised to life and the good news is being preached to the poor. And that was the sign that yeah, Jesus is the Messiah. He's the one that we've been waiting for. He's the one that Isaiah has been talking about that was that Isaiah was talking to about 700 years ago. Uh, jumping back into Isaiah 35 it says, the lame will, will leap like a deer and those who cannot speak will sing for joy. Springs will gush forth in the wilderness and, and streams will water the wasteland. The parched ground would become a pool and springs of water will satisfy the thirsty land. Marsh grass and weeds and rushes will will flourish where desert jackals once lived. You know, this whole story and the story of us all began in a garden. And when God placed man and woman in that garden, he said, you guys work this land, cultivate it, be fruitful, multiply, spread the boundaries of of this garden this this eden and that was god's intention for us and and it's really interesting it it seems that throughout the storyline of scripture god keeps throwing in these these garden images these images that that they're pointing to this time that is coming when all will be restored and if you if you look at Revelation 21 and and 22, you see some of that similar language as it talks about this tree and and these rivers that come, they're flowing through this new heaven and new earth. I just think this garden language is is really interesting. Our family we we've, we've been doing a garden the last couple of years. There is just something refreshing and peaceful about just working with the soil and there's something so rewarding of seeing something that you've worked so hard that you planted as seeds and seeing it sprout up as uh, as these beautiful plants and then producing fruit and it gives me an image of 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 what god has desired for his people from the very beginning that they they cultivate they bring beauty into the world our rebellion our sin distorted that beauty but god is sending one god sent one he sent himself as his christ incarnate god incarnate he came to earth to set us free and to set all things right and things are going back to that image of the garden that image of, of where god and man walk together dwell together and bring beauty into the world and that's just a picture of what I get as I read through this chapter in Isaiah, it goes on to say, in this place, it says a great road will go through that once deserted land. It will be named the highway of holiness. Evil minded people will never travel on it. It will be only for those who walk in God's ways. Fools will never walk there. Lions will not lurk along its course, nor any other ferocious beasts. There will be no other dangers. Only the redeemed will walk on it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear and they will be filled and they will be filled with joy and gladness. I just love that picture, this picture of a path or picture of a road, uh, this highway of holiness, it says, and it's only for those who walk in God's ways. And I think it's a picture of what God's intention was for his people from the beginning, that they would walk with him. It says only the redeemed will walk on it. When I talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus and and I heard someone say this a long time ago and it's just really made a lot of sense to me and I've kind of adopted it as as the language I like to use when I talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus. And I believe that looks like being with Him, being with Jesus, becoming like Him and doing what He does. Or you could say going where He goes. And this path, this path of holiness that Isaiah was talking about, it's walking in God's ways. It's this path where only the redeemed walk. And that's God's invitation to us is to walk with him, to be with him, to become like him, to do the things that he does. And for Isaiah, when he was trying to encourage the people of of Israel who, who were walking into exile, the people of Judah who eventually were going to be walking into that exile, there's hope coming. There's hope of deliverance. There's hope of joy and singing. There's hope of a parched land being restored. And Jesus is that hope. Jesus gives that invitation to all of us to walk with him, to be with him, to become like him and to do the things that he does. I hope that's a word of encouragement for you today. Uh, As you're listening, as you're walking in, in your life, whatever you're doing today, take some time and be quiet before the Lord and walk with him and talk with him. Take his invitation of following him. Thanks for listening today, and we'll be back with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're in Cookville and looking for a church home, we'd love to invite you to come out and you can check out more about us at therivercc.com. Thanks and join us next time on The Word This Week.